Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about a leader who stood up to invaders in her land. She shared poems and stories that kept her culture alive even when it was under attack. Let's talk about Anna Kaona. Anna Kaona was born in 1474 into a family of chiefs in what's now Haiti. She was part of the Taino tribe, the prevailing people inhabiting the Caribbean during the 15th century. The Taino tribe extended throughout modern Cuba, Jamaica, Haiti, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Both Anna Kaona's brother and her husband were major chiefs of nearby territories. This close association with the primary rulers of the island made Anna Kaona herself one of the most important figures on Quisqueya. That's what they called modern-day Hispaniola. The Taino people were skilled farmers and navigators, but they were also known for their art, including music, poetry, and unique sculptures. Anna Kaona herself was a well-known composer of ballads and story poems. This was a crucial role, since these stories helped pass on the heritage of her people. In 1496, Christopher Columbus arrived to Anna Kaona's territory. She and her brother went to meet him as negotiators and peacekeepers, and the meeting was later described by European historians as amicable. Anna Kaona's tribe paid the Spanish a tribute of food and cotton, and when Columbus arrived later to collect the goods, Anna Kaona and her brother even briefly sailed aboard his ship. After her brother passed away, Anna Kaona took over rule of his territory. She continued a peaceful coexistence with the Spanish colonizers for some time, but that didn't last. The Spanish rulers soon suspected Anna Kaona's husband of organizing an attack on a Spanish settlement on the northwest side of the island. In retribution, the colonizers kidnapped him and put him on a ship headed for Europe, but he died on the journey. Many Taino leaders were subjected to the same treatment. After her husband was killed, Anna Kaona took on his leadership role, officially making her head of two major territories on Quisqueya. Following colonialist brutality, the Tainos and Spaniards engaged in a full-on war. Despite the conflict, Anna Kaona still tried to use her power to establish peace with the Spaniards through cultural integration. Though the Tainos outnumbered the colonizers, Anna Kaona knew the advanced European weaponry could likely overpower her people. To keep some semblance of peace, she encouraged marriages between high-ranking Spanish soldiers and Taino royalty. In 1502, a new governor took over the Spanish colony, who was convinced that Anna Kaona was simply using overt kindness as a ploy for a rebel cause. He plotted a visit to Anna Kaona's territory and told her to invite 80 chiefs to the meeting. Hoping for peace, Anna Kaona agreed and threw a celebration for the governor and his soldiers. But the colonizers turned on the Taino, locked many of them up in the meeting house, and set the building on fire, killing everyone inside. Anna Kaona and her noblemen were arrested and executed. It was the year 1503, and Anna Kaona was 29 years old. By 1550, the Taino were greatly dwindling in numbers due to colonial violence and disease. But the influence of their culture lives on in the Caribbean today. 
assisted by the stories and poems passed on by Taino, including Enacone. Tune in tomorrow to hear the story of another incredible woman who stood up against European imperialism. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It really means a lot, and it helps others find us. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.